We're about to light up season three of Drifter's Sympathy on Feral Audio. Episode one is called Dawn of Individuation, which rolls the clock back to right when you decide who you want to be and the kinds of early decisions that, for better or worse, completely mold the rest of the shape of your life. Episode two is going to be called Loner Legends, sort of an attempt to define who the underdog really is and their role in history and culture and art. Season three drops on October 23rd. This is Emil Amos. Check out Drifter Sympathy on feralaudio.com. Welcome to Please Be My Girlfriend. I'm David Harris. And I'm Roman Presnell. Everyone calm down. Just calm down because Allison Becker is here. Calm it down. I can't calm down. I'm still so pumped about it. Allison, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. We think you're really great. We I think you guys know are really that great. The listen- uh, what was that? I said I think you guys are really great Did you too. Get that, Do Dustin? You, you're not just saying that because you're on a podcast? No, I'm not. I really genuinely Dustin, mean can it. Can we loop that? That I think you're I can really just leave great. it for you. I'm in a really good mood right now today. <laughs> Me too. For that, that was just a flattering moment. Mm, take it in. Feel good. All right, let's move on though. We do need oh, to. Yeah, we need no, to I properly kidding. introduce you. Yeah, Allison, you're very funny. Thank you. I you're try. An actor. I am an actor. Comedian. Mm-hmm. Host. Sure. That. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and a breakfast enthusiast. Yeah, that's yeah. fair to say as well. And you're a model? Oh, you can say that. Sure, let's start that rumor. And you're a Ferrari <laughs> owner? Mm-hmm. Like seven Ferraris right now. Oh, you're like a Jay Leno. International uh-huh. chess master. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, All true. Mm-hmm. Well, wel- welcome to the show. Thanks. I'm excited to be here. Please Be My Girlfriend is a relationship show. Okay, so you guys aren't actually going to ask me to be your girlfriend? That's... Uh, because I was confused I was as to how that was down going to work. On knee at that <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's not awkward. that's not to say that couldn't happen. Okay, okay. Right. But that's never really been in the plan. Let's take yeah. that string quartet and just keep you guys on hold on the sides. <laughs> that's not how you ask someone to be their girlfriend. <laughs> a string With a string quartet and getting down on one knee, that's like a marriage proposal. Well, uh, uh, that's right at the, uh, problem number one. I thought it was going to be more fun. See, I always thought it was better to make the girlfriend asking moment. As intense as a wedding <laughs> proposal to show, like, my it. commitment is so much. I'm already here. Go with it. Isn't that C? I shouldn't be giving advice. I'm single, so I shouldn't be giving advice. Oh, no. you. What do you mean? We are desperate for the insight. No, you shouldn't. Of the... Of me? Yes. Of just of ladies you in specifically. general? Or me specifically. I just think, I think it's very hypocritical. Like, I now that I'm single, a lot of my friends are, like, giving me advice. Like, you should do this, and you should call this person, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you're single. I'm not taking advice on relationships Ooh, yeah. from a single person. That's a good call. Right? I mean, I'm, I'll talk to my people, my friends who are married. It's a very good call. It makes up. sense. Yeah. Never mind. I don't even know what I was going to say. Was Ben Franklin in Boston at some point? Right? Sure. Yeah, he was. Maybe it's, like, uh, his legacy of, like... He did some doctory stuff, didn't he? I he didn't like invented bifocals. He yeah, did. he yep. did invent bifocals. That counts. It's like that's whatever. a doctor. Oh, and, totally. and he invented lightning. <laughs> he did. Cool. He, didn't he discover, invented, he invented lightning. It. Yeah. And he invented kites. <laughs> and he invented beards. And, and I owe so much to him thus far. He yeah. invented long jackets. Because <laughs> I have a long jacket and a beard, mm-hmm. and from time to time I wield lightning. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Allison- he invented one hundred dollar bills. <laughs> they were all like, we'll never be able to use this much money. It's like, trust me. Yeah, we'll put it your face like on it. It started out in like his time of like Spencer's gifts, like Benjamin Franklin's <laughs> The original $100 bill was a Spencer's gift. <laughs> his contemporaries like, made. So, they were all crazy. high on hemp. 
<laughs> made this insane amount of money. One hundred dollars? It's just a goof, guys. Yeah, People give it to each other for their fortieth birthday. That's why they bought the Indian outfits for the Boston Tea Party. Also, the, was it the same. They were sexy, gifts? sexy mm-hmm. Indian costumes. Allison, what's it? How? How has it been being single? Um, I've been single for a short amount of time. It's been lonely. Okay. Um, I get that. It's been, um, it's sad, an interchangeable word for lonely. <laughs> no, I'm glad you, you I'll get, said I'll get the into two. It. Yeah, I'll, I'll get into I, I, I'm glad you. Um, it's been, I'm, I don't know, I'm just taking it day by day, guys. I'm taking okay. it day by day. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I've been single, like, well, I was I was single in New York for a while, and that was, like, fun. That was cool and fun. Yeah. Uh, I was more of a sex in the city sort of single. I, I've probably been in two, I've probably spent too much of my life in relationships, I feel like. I really? I should have spent a little more time single. Okay. Yeah. Do you have to work on yourself? I feel like yeah. people always say, like, it's time to work on yourself. I don't mm-hmm. know what that means. What do you mean? I mean, what do you mean? But you that, that's what I'm asking. Oh, <laughs> interesting. We're at a crossroads of, yeah. No, here's what I think it means. Okay, go. When you're in a relationship... You devote a lot of your energy and mental energy, emotional energy to someone else. Right. And that's necessary to okay. have a relationship. And you have to devote that energy to yourself a little bit. Is right. that what you're well, saying? When, you, when you're single, you suddenly get that huge wedge or huge if you were irresponsible about getting in the relationship in the first place. If you probably gave it too much of your life, then that, but you get that huge yeah. wedge back. You know, have you ever read any of those like scientific articles about being in love? I read that shit. Oh yeah, time. about like endorphins. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I've heard. I've, I've heard David talk about. You just you just have him read. You're like read this. Read this and tell me what it is. Tell me what these words say. Because they <laughs> say that like chicken scratch. when you're in the illiterate. <laughs> this is the podcast we, we find out when I write a check. I'm, I make my mark at the bottom. Did you, did you know already, or you're just finding out now, David? Did you know about his literacy? Um. Oh. I assumed he was very literate because of the writing we've yeah. done together. <laughs> but then you looked at his computer and it was just like pictures. Yeah, sometimes I look at it, it's wingdings. It's like yeah. of, he, you, you're drawings. the reason they invented wingdings. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know them. All I communicate entirely through wingdings. <laughs> I had a wingding keyboard created. Could you tell me ones any, Could anyone here tell me what which wingding is associated with which key? Any, like any? Do you know that? Like the J is the airplane. Okay, see, I didn't Are know you that. That's serious? amazing that you knew that. I that fucking is, Amazing that you knew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love. Like I believed that. it. I believe that. Let's keep going. The P is the email thing. Well, email. <laughs> That's P. There was a. The A is that? one finger being held uh-huh. up. <laughs> I like that. I like the mouse click. Yeah, click. Have you ever heard all those like wingding conspiracy theories? <laughs> like you can. This shit's hilarious. You Plural? ever heard of this? <laughs> Plural? There's a, yeah, there's a ton of them. No, I swear it. People can just give us go one. ahead and Google these. But like you can enter in like apparently some like phrase, some really contrived phrase, and then turn it into wingdings. It becomes the most clear example I can remember is I can't remember what it is, but there's some like bizarre, like really poor gr- poor grammar uh-huh. like anti-semitism thing you can write and then it supposedly when you translate it to wingdings there's like an airplane and like these two things that could be sort of construed as the world trade center oh and all this stuff it's so ridiculous That's so funny it's so forced it's absurd there's I, a ton of I was them not to answer your question no i was not aware of any of the wingdings oh yeah me, wild. me neither Neither. I come across as like a big conspiracy theorist on this show. I'm always like, you know, the Beatles conspiracy. <laughs> they like I always bring up these conspiracy theories I've heard that Paul is supposedly dead. Yeah, Just, I wish you'd been here. When I was they talking. talked. <laughs> and it says it in that song, something about the walrus, and then it says, and here's another hint for you all: the walrus is Paul. And the, on the cover of Abbey mm. Road, he has no shoes. He has no shoes because he was buried. And then John Lennon is dressed like Jesus. And one Ringo or somebody's dressed as like a undertaker in a suit. Uh-huh. And there's all these like hints that he was like dead. Are you a Beatles fan? I mean, I like the Beatles. I hate like, the oh Beatles. That's why I know all these. That's why you know. I learn it. about my enemies. I'm not a Beatles fan. <laughs> I like fan. that. Like, I feel like this country, it's so terrible. I can't ever talk about my true feelings about the Beatles. Man, get on the soapbox right now. Tell us It's all. not even really the Beatles so much as this John Lennon, man. I just can't stand that guy. Well, I, that I'm, song, he's you ever dead, heard that so. song, Imagine? <laughs> no, Roman. <laughs> Imagine is the I most go. It's the most arrogant <laughs> song, and it's so conceited. But, but and isn't it about like people loving each other? No, it's about how he knows that we should do that, but you're too dumb to know that, so you should listen to him. How do you feel about Justin Bieber? 
I don't mind that guy. He can do what he wants. I I'm really not a like fan, Justin but I don't. Bieber. I'm not. I am a fan of Justin. You're Bieber. a believer. I'm a believer. So what do you? Uh, what kind of songs? What uh, What's your favorite Justin Bieber song? If I was your boyfriend, never let you go. You know, it's a new one. I already like it better than oh, Imagine. I love it. It's so good. Um, I don't know that song. It's new. Cool. He uh, He has references in there like "I'll be your Buzz Lightyear, fly you to the moon." Because that's who he grew up with, Buzz Lightyear. Because he's twelve. He's yeah. eighteen, but he's twelve. <laughs> he's eighteen now. He's eighteen now. You can fuck him. Man, he's been around. Can I say for fuck? I just did. Um, the the, yeah, the only can. reason I, that a guy should have a Buzz Lightyear is if he's twelve. Yeah, as I, I'm going to narrate what's happening. David is now taking his Buzz Lightyear figure out of his bookcase and he's holding it awesome. up for us to see. Why do you have that? What I don't. What did he say? And I'll use it. Hang on, cowboy. All right, we get it. You're playing with a toy. This is very exciting for. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you had. A Why do you have that? Pixar is so great. Toy Story is one of the best movies ever made. Toy Story Two ripped my heart open as mm-hmm. one of the best movies ever made. Especially that song where the little what's her name Jessie the cowgirl sings uh-huh. about mm-hmm. separate little oh, girl man. leaving her and not being in love with her anymore because it hit me on emotional levels, oh, which yeah, we'll talk about hard. at some point. Uh-huh. Toy Story Three, I had a lot of issues with. Because it was the best movie of all time. I had a lot of issues with that mass suicide scene. No. Hold on. That was the best moment in cinema. I did not think it was appropriate for children. Are you kidding? No. I thought it was like a Holocaust movie. Oh, no. It was such a good (laughs) lesson for kids. I thought it was such a mature way. It's such a good lesson that when things are bad, hold hands and kill yourself? They didn't kill themselves. (laughs) When things are out of your control. I had trouble with it. Uh, we're ruining the movie for, anybody, for anybody who's seen it. I felt strength in this <laughs> the, I, movie. I'm also going to narrate what's happening. Roman and David are holding hands and looking at each other, and they might make out. I don't think so, but like there's, there's like that weird that moment. Kind of, well, it might happen. I won't disqualify. I can respect that. I, people don't like me forgetting. I, I was like, I had my hands on my face in a in a way that was like, I don't like a know. home alone way. Yeah, like a home alone way. Um, I was like a little upset by it. I'm not sure if you're. Um, Emotionally, like mature oh, enough oh, I'm to not. handle. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I was going in for a bit, and you were just like no, backed out. No, I'm not. I don't know what working on yourself means. Are, would you say you're emotionally immature? I would. No, I you would say I that about a- me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I My Facebook profile says Alison Becker is emotionally. And I'm not on Facebook, so I don't even know about it. Oh, you are. Um, That's my status today. I actually. think I'm emotionally mature. I think there's things I need to work on, like everybody else. But yeah, I think I'm yeah, pretty yeah. emotionally mature. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to get more in control of my emotions as I age. But I'm also, here's the other thing. I I also, like, I've come to a point where I'm, like, old enough that it's like, hey, that scene made me feel uncomfortable. I'm okay with, I'm okay with that. Like, I'm not going to, like, I'm listening to other opinions about it and I respect them, but I'm not, I'm like, no, it's okay. That made me uncomfortable. Like, I saw, I recently saw the new Wes Anderson movie. Have you guys seen it? Yes. I have not. Okay. Well, I'm going to say one thing that happens. Are you okay? Yeah. It's not really spoiling anything, but there's a dog who dies in it. And I got really upset because I didn't think it was necessary. And my friend was like, what are you, it's, the dog dies. It's, you know, it's supposed to be like their version of war. There's casualties and whatever. And I was like, it upset me. And I'm, I'm okay with that. Like, I, I have trouble seeing animals get hurt. I'm, yeah. You're not going to change it about me. I'm okay with that. But I like the rest of the movie. Anytime in any movie, when the dog dies, it's the worst moment. It's yeah. so awful. It's the even movies just that aren't like even that great. Do you remember I'm Legend? Did you see that? I didn't, I didn't but there's that. a dog. Who oh my gosh. I guess it's like a spoiler alert. Don't listen to me 30 seconds ago. <sighs> But <laughs> that movie's old enough that like yeah. I just ruined a new movie. <laughs> yeah, oh. there's a moment. No, where, you didn't ruin it. There's so much more in that yeah, movie. Yeah. I am Legend is this movie where Will Smith is like he lives alone. After I want to see. It's like actually. a zombie thing. Yeah, I like zombies. And he's got and all that's left is just him and his dog. His like old trusty companion. You know and they kill the dog. It's you got to see. It's a very old Yeller moment, and it's awful. But at least it's they make it a moment. Upsetting. Oh, it's a moment, but it's like. I can't even explain it. After I saw it, I spent the whole day with my dog afterwards. Like, totally. That's what I would do. Seriously. <laughs> I, I just went, went to, home and was like, oh my did God. Did you guys see Marley and me? I could not. I knew I couldn't. I knew I, I couldn't do okay, it. Okay, here's a crazy story. I went to the premiere of Marley and me, mm-hmm. and oh. they invited dogs. So I got to bring my dog, who did the red carpet. Fuck. And then sat on oh my lap. My God. And everyone is sitting there with their dogs on their lap watching this movie and crying, just like holding their dogs. Hey, like, Jerry, Jerry, I need you to clean the red carpet after <laughs> after this event. I need you to go run the rotor rooter. I mean, put, there's put a lot the of dog carpet, shit out there. There's a lot of dog shit and on that red carpet. There's a lot of tears carpet. in that theater that you can't clean tears. up. And there's tears. I can't believe they had people bring their. That's like. Yeah. 
We were like all if they crying. invited married couples exclusively to indecent proposal or something like. <laughs> it's like such an engineered disaster. Like I can't Everyone believe was cool. it. All the dogs were cool. One they dog didn't. barked at one point, and then I mean, I wasn't concerned about the dogs. I'm concerned out. about the owner. I would have felt like horrible having to sit there and hold my dog and oh, watch a movie. But all like the that. goodie bags were like dog treats and dog bones. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm so glad I hadn't been there. I would have eaten. It the was dog, fun. Treats. dog treats. Yeah. They gave popcorn too for humans. Okay, I would have eaten the popcorn then. <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay, I was out. Uh, it was I was living in New York, and my friend Ricky called me, and he was like, "Hey, do you want to go out to this group dinner tonight? My friend is going to bring a magician." And I was like, "Yeah!" So we were all excited about this magician going to be there. So. And he had never, my friend had never met the magician, nor had I. And evidently, he's like some famous magician. <laughs> oh, because so, otherwise, if it's just a nondescript magician that nobody knows. Yeah. But we were creepy. like, it was just like a random, I don't know him. I didn't know of him. I don't follow like magician blogs and stuff. But <laughs> he, evidently, he was like, he's, so he's like this really big magician. And I was like, okay, cool. So he's we go rising to, up in the yeah. circuit. So we go to Freeman's Alley. I don't know if you've been in New York, been to Freeman's Alley. It's like a really cool restaurant. It looks like an old hunting lodge. Mm. It's really fun. And we're sitting at this table and my friend and I are there first. Important because my friend has had no contact with this magician, nor have I. So my friend and I are sitting down, then everyone else comes and then, then the magician comes. So we all meet the magician at the same time, except for the one person who's friends with him. Um, and he like we're all like waiting for him to offer up to do some tricks and sure enough at one point in the dinner he's like i brought my deck of cards you guys want to see some tricks and we're like yes this is why we came (laughs) right okay so he does these crazy tricks where he like finishes with like cards that fly onto the ceiling like your card flies onto the ceiling and like his cards are all over restaurants in new york on the ceiling so (laughs) he does this one trick it's still this blew my mind guys he does this one trick where he asks me i'm across the table he's like pick a card blah, blah blah i pick a card it's like a seven of hearts or something but i don't tell him what it is he does this whole trick and then he holds up his card at the end and he goes is this your card and i said no it's not and he goes well that's interesting what number was your card and i said it was a seven and he goes okay we'll take the next seven cards off the deck so i take the next seven cards and he goes flip them all up and he says what do the cards spell out and i was like that's my phone number so you met a magician in an alley and then he stole yeah, your phone exactly. number is basically the <laughs> Holy story. Holy shit. And I said, yeah, I said, absolutely. You can absolutely take me out to dinner. Like, that was amazing. Because you were so, like, turned on. I was so just, like, fascinated by it, like, mm-hmm. how he did it. And I think I figured it out. Um, so I think what happens with magicians is they have other friend magicians set up places. And they're like, hey, right. if somebody calls your number and asks for this other name, just mm. say this. So I think he... In the course of the conversation, he knew he got my first and last name and knew that I worked in television. So I think he somehow like texted his magician friend at some point. That's how I think he got the number. But it was still so impressive. What a waste of like good criminal skills. I know. No, he's got a network and like good. Uh Like, why don't you just rob a bank or like don't sit around and. And like around the card trick. Because the magicians are a little weird. Yeah, like nice. when we went out on the date, uh-huh. he started to be crazy. He told me that he went to, I was asking about magic and he said, well, one time I went to New Guinea. Um, Papua New Guinea or New Guinea? What's the difference? I I was just thinking Papua New Guinea. Okay. I don't know if there's yeah, I don't Okay, Papua New Guinea. Let's say that. Uh-huh. And he was doing magic for like tribal people who had like never even seen like a match. You know, just like these people were not exposed to things. Okay. And... I go, well, did you explain it to them? And he goes, no, a magician never explains his tr- a trick. That's and I said... not true, according to Penn. Was he David Blaine? Isn't he was it, not David Blaine. Doesn't he do all then, these things that you've described yeah. so far? And then I said, okay, I understand. I can respect that. But, like, should you at least explain to them that it's an illusion? Like, what an illusion is? So they don't think you're a demigod? Yeah. And he said, no, they thought I was a god. And they asked me to represent them in par- parliament. <laughs> And I was like, and you're, you're a terrible this? person. Yeah. I said, you're a terrible person. He thought that would make you think he was cool, yeah. right? So That's I why. fucked him. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that um, would have been a really tragic. I would have shed a single tear. Oh, yeah. For every time I've ever failed in romance, if that had been a, the moment 
the climax of that story. Oh, it made me so bummed out. Then, like, maybe I should just learn a fucking magic trick and stop. But if you guys see her all the time, Roman, if you can learn that trick, I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, you can. Like, I know that trick. I just stalk you and find your phone number and then and just then set up a it. deck of cards. I shuffle. Don't even shuffle. I'll be like, here, is this your phone number? And pop the deck of cards. It was pretty. It's an amazing. easy trick to do and, if you know your phone number. Uh huh. And I think I like that trick. The point is, I know your number, so I can call you anyway. But there was so how could I not say? Like, of course, I'm going to say yes to that. Oh, yeah. Be like, you I'd, care a lot about impressing me in this moment. Yeah, you know I didn't find funny? him attractive. I didn't think he was like, in, I thought he was intriguing. I, do you know a lot of attractive magicians? No. I guess because I <laughs> feel like it's more of a. me off on a tangent. Oh, I, yeah? I remember. Have Is you been to the Magic Castle? Of course I've been to the Magic Castle. <laughs> because I remember, there's always like these, like, couple shows where it's like the the husband's oh, like, and then the wife's like dancing around but it, like, they don't age gracefully they're like they're like mediocre people dressed in these like sexy outfits and mm. i'm like stop just stop just stop <laughs> stop dressing in a sexy outfit i was there that night when you stood up and started saying stop just stop <laughs> i did I stop said, and i was stop. like allison is crazy she no. has no respect for this show no, no but yeah it's uh i don't know I, f- I feel like that might be like anything like you kind of um you know, you kind of like make up for a loss or, or you make up for like a disadvantage in your life with like another thing. And sometimes when people like study magic for a lot, I'm like, what are you hiding? Like, why are you using magic to be to talk to people? Because they have no other social skills. That's kind of what I'm thinking. They're yeah. awkward people. I mean, they so are, are we as comedians. People. Totally. Like, we were awkward at some point. And we might not. Some of us are very insecure. Some of us are. Some of us in this room are very insecure. Nobody's looking at me for good reason, because we all know the king of security right here. <laughs> You're the president of LifeLock. <laughs> I'm so... I have a telemarketer. Did you hear about this that, This is not a marketing call. The LifeLock guy? No, huh? He made the claim, I'm so sure my product works. <laughs> oh, I did hear about I'll put my guy. social security co- oh, number yeah, yeah. on billboards and trucks all it? America. And he got hacked. Like, he got his... It, <laughs> His identity stolen something like 15 times before he was like, let's stop doing this. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. I remember those commercials, but I didn't know he did it. Yeah, he comes out and he's like, I'm so sure. And 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 of course, people were just like, this is this a challenge? Yeah, we will also, fuck you up. I don't need to hack your shit anymore because now I know it. So the point of the hacking to find your social security number, don't just tell me what it is. I don't know. It takes all the fun out. That's not. That's like being like, I'm so sure that this padlock works. I will let you into my house. <laughs> that doesn't really reflect on the padlock. Right. You just yeah. A good don't understand point, how that Roman. works. You should call it sharp this analogy. That's what you get when you do a podcast in the morning. Wait, you get sharper insight. It is not the morning. Well, it is for me. I'll I agree that. with you. I I agree with you. I get up pretty early. When do you wake up? When do I? I woke up today around like eight. I think. Is that normal for you? It's or is pretty normal? Yeah. 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 I, um, I have. I'm like, can I give you your question back to you guys? Have you guys asked a girl out in a really interesting way? Oh yeah. I don't know about I've like told a story before about one, but I'll, I'll t- I'm going to tell a new story. All right, go ahead. Got to think of it. You oh, I can tell it? a story that uh, that I like about a, a time I was really interested in a girl. Okay, go. And uh, we were. She was a freshman at the. T- I think she was a freshman at the time when this was in college. I hope so. And I hope uh, like we were um, in the theater program <laughs> together, and we were in this play called Scapino, and we went to this cast party. And I remember thinking this girl was like super cute and super fun. And so like I was talking to her and we both got like really drunk. Of course, you know, college theater cast party. So we live in this mountain town called uh, Boone, North Carolina. And mm-hmm. it's like very pretty and really high elevation. So the Isn't sky's that where always they filmed, clear. Um, Last of the Mohicans? Yes, it is. In fact, you're welcome. <laughs> Whoa, that's a awesome piece of knowledge there right you go. there. You can continue, Allison. I want to thank before we move on. Yes. I want to thank you for the hours of study and research you put on, on me and Roman I before love, the podcast. I love quoting that movie when someone's doing something like not that exciting, and I go, "Whatever you do, stay alive." <laughs> <laughs> like if I'm like, "Hey, uh, we need to get more toilet paper, so I'm going to run down to the 70s." David, whatever you do, stay alive. <laughs> <laughs> so intense. That is really. Oh, that's a good. I would. I would hope that I could follow that instruction Ooh, too. If so. you gave it to me, 
Okay, so you're at a cast party. You're oh, super yeah. drunk. So, yeah, you're we're totally talking, vibing. Having a good time. So we walk off What's outside. What's her name and phone number? Is that, I, I can get her phone number. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, but not her name. <laughs> I don't know if I should tell Cast oh, yeah, party girl? Question her mark? name was Kelsey. Kelsey. Mm-hmm. And um, so we went over to like, we walked outside. We were both really drunk. And we laid down and started looking at the stars. Adorable. And so we're like laying down next to each other. And I'm like, yeah, and there's this constellation. And mostly I think it was just bullshit. Like, I don't know if I knew what I was even talking yeah. about. I was drunk, whatever. I was in a great mood. And there was this kid who was in our program who, he was a nice guy, but he was generally known as like sort of like the sleazy guy. Mm-hmm. Like he was always like, Played Whoa. by David Harris today. <laughs> and he, so this guy walks over and I'm like, what the fuck is this guy's deal? And he's like, hey. Hey, you guys. And I'm like, beat it. Beat it. And he's like, immediately. He's like, get up. Get up. And I was like, what is with you, man? Get out of here. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, are you serious? You guys need to get up right now. I was like, mind your own business. What is wrong with you? And he's like, you're laying in the street. And it turned (laughs) out we were so drunk, we'd laid in the middle of the road. That is amazing. Laid down on the ground at like two in the morning in that we could have just been murdered at any moment. Yeah. And I'm like, beat it, sleaze bag. (laughs) This guy, like poor dudes out there trying to like keep me from dying. But like that was like our first. Like That's time, amazing. hey, you're bleeding like a little bit. Out. Fuck you, <laughs> asshole. She's mine. <laughs> oh my god, there's glass all around you. Shards of glass. Be careful. Yeah. Whoa. That's like. Do you remember that movie that came out in like the '90s? Maybe called like Players, or the play it was like a football high school movie or college movie. And in the preview, there was a kid lying on the yet double yellow line in the like middle Beavis of and a Butthead? street. Did Beavis and Butthead do that? Well, that was the thing. Beavis and Butthead. Uh, it was a joke. Mike Judge was like, these two idiots are going to go lie in the street, and that'll be funny. And they go out, and they lie in the double yellow line. You remember this? Yeah, I remember Dustin, this. Dustin, you remember this? Be- no. Okay. So, anyway, so they lie out in the double yeah. yellow line. Like, Beavis and Butter are just lying out like, oh, this is cool. Like, just like, <laughs> Matt trucks are going by. And, like, that's the joke. And then kids across America started oh, doing see, it. Oh, see, I thought it was... Okay, I thought it happened with that movie, because they put it in the trailer of the movie, and it was like, it's such an adrenaline rush, bro. And they would lay in the middle. What year was that movie? I, it was around this time, and I thought the Beavis and Butthead thing was making fun of it because um, somebody did who, it, who died, and then they took it out of the movie. They took it out of the preview, at least. Oh, wow. Because they were like, we're sorry, we didn't realize kids were going to do this. Well, we should Google that shit. Because that's how exciting our lives are. That's what are. we should do. We should, we should make a challenge <laughs> song in each podcast to ask our listeners to Google something for us and then oh, write us idea. the answer. And idea. then we'll read it on the next podcast. That's a great idea. So if you're listening, guys, help us all out. Who can help us? Who can tell us? Who started this terrible idea? I don't know if the movie was... I think it was called Players or The Player. It was about football. Okay. Where did the, the idea originate of lying in the middle of the road, listeners? Did it come from Beavis and Butthead or this player-type movie? Thank players. And Thank we'll you address again. it next week Thank when we, if we get mail. Yeah. It's up to you guys, listeners. Do it. <laughs> Roman took his belt off. <laughs> Sit down, Roman. Roman! <laughs> We've been, you guys got me all riled up. We've been talking about magicians and John Lennon and just, oh, oh, really just riling me. Yep. Uh, we are going to take a, qu- a short break. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Roman Presnell here, hoping to uh, ask you guys to help us out a little bit if you are able. Uh, as always, we hope that you are enjoying the show, and please remember to subscribe on iTunes, uh, review us, and leave comments. That helps us out a great deal. So even if you just take a few moments just to go up there, click however many stars you think we're worth, and just put up your review of how you feel we are, and uh, keep spreading the word. Uh, remember to spread the word on social media, such as Facebook and Twitter. That helps us out a great deal. Uh, additionally, on the Feral Audio site, when you go to uh, our portion, we have a donation box that helps us cover our overhead. Uh, guys, it's you know it's vital. We really want to keep providing you with this great comedy and the, the stuff that we're doing. But uh, it does take effort and it takes equipment. And uh, we do have overhead that we got to cover. So if you're able to help us out in any way, donations are a great help to us. Uh, also, we have an Amazon affiliate link right there. So you can click on that. And if you go to Amazon through our link, anything you buy, we get a small kickback, which helps us uh, keep bringing you the work that we've been bringing you. So uh, please do everything you can to help us out. And uh, in exchange, we'll keep bringing you uh, as much comedy and great work as we can. Thanks a lot, guys. Back to the show. 
and we're back. Pendulette's the only wizard in the world who's so secure with the his only wizardry. magician that Wait, I, I don't despise. Pen from Pen and Teller. Oh, his okay. whole idea is like, of course you explain the trick. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's actually magical to let people learn. And to like, th- and if you raise their level of perception and intelligence, then that's going to make you a- have to be a better wizard. And you, that's the process. And I don't understand why that guy lied to that tribe. And I'm mad. Yeah, I don't like him. When I was younger, my friend Kelly had a, like a pen and teller, like do it yourself at home magic thing. Mm-hmm. And one of the tricks was, which we never got around to doing to anyone, but it came with a video. So one of the tricks you're supposed to like do this whole trick, have your friend pick a card, and then you accidentally get it wrong. And then you're like, oh, sorry, I got it wrong. And then you put on this tape as if you're just flipping on the TV and it's like them acting out a scene and then at one point they go is this your card? <laughs> Isn't that fun? Yeah. I want that to happen. I'm sure you could buy that on eBay that that kit. You know they had a video game Pen and Teller by the way. Are you aware of this? A video game? Yeah. And I can't what imagine how this is that I can't doesn't playable. Sound good. Yeah. It was like well it wasn't really and that was sort of the point. Unless they're like killing zombies. <laughs> Wait, the point was It was like this I think it was a PC game I can't remember. Those at home you can google it just search for pin and teller video game. But I remember the last part of the video game was called like get to Vegas in time for your show oh, and God. it was a you started off in like Colorado or something and the game was actually like a six hour drive in a van that you had to keep from overheating and you actually had to play it for like what six hours and it was on purpose because like Penn was like I don't want to make this video because for some reason he made it intentionally really shitty That's and so he did this and like the you climax. they were super stoned when they and if the car the like goes off the side of the road or something you have to sit there and wait to get towed <laughs> like all these and it tows you back and you have to start all over Those but apparently assholes. if you finished it you could win like a trip to go see them in vegas or something like that's that that's fair that's fair have you guys played uh balance the checkbook as i called that <laughs> math that just, 10 10 in college that was my math class oh. is that just where you ask us to balance your checkbook well it's an xbox it game? game it's so you open your checkbox checkbook for real you, no on the checkbox yeah. and then like and you get to play the different music. You get to select the music. And you have like an avatar, a little character. And he goes in. And you can have a different checkbook. I don't believe you. But basically. <laughs> I don't believe you. The game is. What's the game? Trying to reach that zero balance, oh, baby. It's not going to happen. Yes. It's not going to happen. Do you have an Xbox? Uh, look behind you. Do you see that? I do. It's white. Yours is white. Mine's black. Yours Mine's is probably newer too. than mine. I have a Connect. Do you have Connect? Uh, I've used it before, but I don't have it. It's I, the best. Really? Uh, Are you a just, gamer? I only play the dance game. I play Dance Central. Oh, cool. I played it's the fun. dance game once. It got really sweaty. I, you can come over and play it if you want. I love it. Did you hear that? <laughs> Everyone, it's been recorded. <laughs> there was an invite. It was just beckoned. Oh. Remember that that invite I gave you? Did you hear? Oh, God, the retraction. (laughs) Only moments later. I don't know. There's like my apartment's being painted Mm -hmm. then. And there's that. Then. Then. (laughs) (laughs) I like the Xbox, but to me, the Kinect is just too much chocolate. Oh, 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 Some gack just poured down over our heads because you used the phrase too much chocolate. We should talk about too much chocolate. Roman and David previously and Dustin were you here for that you were Dustin heard it as well that my uh, new favorite phrase not new favorite phrase old favorite phrase is too much chocolate yeah we have to it's give gonna all credit to it's going to be your new favorite Allison, though but we want to help you per- I think we were, we should perpetuate it, it proliferate it, it it's used in times when it's like too much of a good thing exactly that's really it so uh, I really like dressing like a hipster but should I wear the scarf and the fedora slow down Allison don't cross that threshold. Oh, that is too much too chocolate. Much that outfit chocolate. has too much chocolate. Mm. Yeah, there you go. You guys got like it? That. Okay, great. So you guys can use that. Do you guys have phrases you like to say? We've got one that I really enjoy, which is flaking and yeah, that David invented. Explain it. Explain it. Flaking is when you bail. Yeah, I know what flaking is. Flakening is when you bail and you make no apologies. You just say, hey, you, I'm going to flake, yeah. so... I'm flaking. Ahead of time, you tell them. But okay, what, what is the origin of the word? Dustin is laughing at you flaking. in like not a complimentary it way. Came from, <laughs> it came from flaking. Are you kidding? You couldn't tell it was derived from flaking. No, but w- what's the? What are you adding into flaking? Flaking because flaking flake anning flaking f l a. It's a little. I think it's too much chocolate. 
That's great. That's very meta. Oh, Use of one word to describe it. I love If you have to spell happened. it, then I'm like, oh, I'm zoned out. Spelling, we're spelling now in the morning. That's Going back to that article about the like adrenaline and stuff when you're in a new relationship, you know, like when you really, really like someone, you feel like you don't need sleep. Like you're just like, yep. I get all this stuff Drunk. done and like I'm stay up till then with two in the morning, just same like talking about stuff. Does. And it's like yeah, the it's exact actual, same part of the brain. Yeah, it's actual adrenaline that you like. You, you don't need sleep when you like f- first fall in love with someone. Because it's crazy. It's such a vital part of being human and it's like yeah. so essential. This is when we're going to procreate this, hmm. like, this like time right now. Yeah. When you just, and like, that's what I, sometimes I feel a little addicted to is that. It is. It's look, addictive. Yeah. Like. That feeling. Yeah. Especially if you, you know, if you make it intimate with any physical stuff too, it just gets very like animalistic how like protective the guy kind of wants to yeah. be and like, and that give and take, it can get too addictive. I'm it's never like a drug. very analytic about the whole thing. Like I'm always impressed when you guys talk about like sort of the science and the things behind it because to me it's always just like i'm in the moment and like this is what i felt that's and, like, great that's, that's yeah. how you should no, be that's what and i, I have a lot yeah, of trouble chasing that dragon. Yeah. i have a lot of trouble reflecting on exactly what it was that made me behave a certain way but or I how i felt like it's always sort of a blur in my memory you're like, handling it in a healthy way i'm like over analyzing it you're handling it in a healthy way i think i, I hope so i hope i'm handling but i'm it fascinated by those things i read one that was like they had this these kids in a psychology class and they had them like they paired two people up who didn't really know each other that well and they're like how intimate do you feel with this person like on a scale of one to ten and they were all like one like i don't feel any sense of intimacy with this person do you like this person do you love this person they were all like ones 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 and then they took the same two people and they made them stare into each other's eyes for 60 seconds and then the intimacy like shot up they immediately felt super intimate That's cool. with each other and they say like guys if you, eye contact it's so eye contact. important it is it's a big deal specifically for people already in relationships they were saying like if you're starting to feel distant from your partner just like share something you haven't shared with them wow, and actually eyes. stare at but my them. last long-term relationship she totally stopped looking in yeah. my eyes i would be like really hey, let's can we and she'd be like i just don't do that yeah like, it was like that's a, bullshit they say you force it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah and yeah can't force it there's only so far you can force it before it's like oh yeah, yeah. Bad, i'm not saying battery. if it's like bad it's you can bring it back right. but if it's like you're having some trouble and you really want to work at it you there's things you can do where you you're can like put them into a clockwork orange device yeah and you can and don't feed them for like a week because then you, they'll need you this is what that is guys listen this is so important don't feed them for a week this is one of those things where like if somebody talks about like your toes curling, then you curl your toes. This is one of those things. I, all I can do now oh, yeah, is think about the looking eyes. everyone the in the eyes thing. now. And oh, like, yeah. Constantly. I can't not oh, do it. Oh. Do you ever find it's I, weird like when you're looking at somebody in that, like we're far away so it's fine, but mm-hmm. when you're closer, you're like, you can only look in one eye and then you become yes, really conscious of I it and you're like, which eye should that. I look into? They're going to know that I'm only looking into one eye. Mm-hmm. I was I thinking like about like a in, job though. interview or something professional. Yeah, it's not an intimate thing. It. Yeah. It's I th- Exactly. I think about it like when I'm talking to someone yeah. like I want to impress like job wise mm-hmm. or something. I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. You'd think it'd be easy to just, I mean. No, it's not natural. assign themselves. They need one point. That's. I always go right eye. You third eye. But can you tell? I'm looking at your third eye right now. Can you tell? Because I feel like I'm not making eye contact with you. Like I'm looking at your third eye. Yeah. Are you really? Yeah. Like up here? Yeah. It doesn't. Does it look like I make eye contact with you? It sort of it feels does. Weird I to would me. believe that you had been. When awesome. I look, I have a cyborg brain and eyes. And when I look at a face, it, I immediately take in the image, like uh, the Terminator, or mm-hmm. and I put it into a database. And Is there like text numbers? that comes up yeah. as well? Uh huh. All the the relevant information that I What's have my in bra the database. Size? A it's telling me you can really guess my bra size go ahead i won't be insulted okay guys listening (laughs) you're in a oversized um sweatshirt yeah i have a tank top underneath with like a a nothing bra okay you're giving me more clues now 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 you can go for the guess what's my bra size go b correct (laughs) what's the number uh wait okay so the number is around inches yeah yeah Does it go lower than 30 on, on girls? No, not really. 30. It's like a 31. I'm th- I wear a 32, oh. but I can fit into a 30. 32 That's B. not bad, right? 32B. You did a great job. You did. You were a magician. Now your bra size. Guess my phone number. Wait, I have a question for real. When the, like when you guys buy a jacket or a shirt, that number is the 42, chest? 42, 44, yeah. Is that the, the inches the around your chest? Okay. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I just try them on until one fits. 
Yeah, that's I'm not the chest. Get, do you look but, at me and think I'm a guy that knows like a lot about buying purchasing clothing? You're gonna know more about buying dude clothing than I would. I've got I wear flip flops with staples in them. I wish I could show you that. That's that's who you're talking to right now. <laughs> I just want to pay five And the more it gets eroded by walking and mm-hmm. working. It it needs to have more staples put in. That makes sense. I'm not going to pay for a new a new pair of flip flops is five bucks. Staples like eight cents. But why not something like duct tape? Because staple if that staple comes undone, then you have a tetanus problem. Yeah, duct tape for a flip flop. It's hard to like use utilize duct tape. Now if there's like a tennis shoe, duct tape's the way to go. But like you can easily just staple that little guy in there, and the staples are fine. Don't worry about it. They've been tested. (laughs) Have you seen those flip flops that have a can opener, a bottle opener on the bottom? Yeah, I've seen those. Oh, they're like frat guy flip-flops. So I was at a party and trying to open a bottle of beer and somebody like took their shoe off and like opened up the bottle of beer with, with their flip-flops. And Hannah, my, my boyfriend at the time goes, you realize that that is her worst nightmare. I was like, there's no way I can drink this. It was just on the bottom of your shoe. Not like that's touching the street. No. Maybe it's a good method for getting beer for free under the guise of helping someone. <laughs> that might be why oh, you wear it. Yeah. Here, so I'll get it. Like, oh, I don't want this. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. I guess I'll, it's already open. In that case, it's the hugest alcoholic crutch. Like, it's built into <laughs> your footwear and you use it to get more alcohol for yourself. But I bet, like, super stoner, like, surfer dudes, like, think they're like James Bond. They're like, I got a tool in my I, shoe. That's an unfair description of stoners. As because they're surfers, a marijuana user. I want to. Yes, <laughs> surfing do is. Not, do you not? No, surf? I just think that like guys who are stoners aren't necessarily that interested in beer. I want to just say, just oh, because was, you're into. No, I was saying they were more interested in having tools in their shoes, like James Bond. Fair, totally fair description. <laughs> and I feel like that's a fair description of you, considering the elaborate way that you recently made coffee. I'm an expert at being single, by the way. If you spend a lot of time single, whenever you do get back into like getting into relationships, even very small things can kind of like irritate you a little bit because you're so used to like having time for these like very specific things, like even just dumb things. Like I might be like trying to think of a good example. No, yeah, like I would. I might be like, I don't want to do this. I want to watch fucking Final Jeopardy. I always watch Final Jeopardy. I don't want to fucking. And, in, and in the actual picture, it's like this is a girl. And she has like different <laughs> yeah. body parts, and you might have a chance to like play with her. And you want to watch <laughs> exactly. It's like all these weird things that this USC professor get another fifteen. Well, yeah. A lot of it is making belt. sacrifices, but the the outcome is worth the sacrifices. And the I other thing agree. is just like communicating. Like there's certain things where it's like I like. I always have trouble when I'm dating a guy because, like, before bed, I like to, like, get my stuff ready for the next day. And he mm-hmm. sometimes he's, like, wants, like, fuck fuck or talk about stuff or whatever. And I'm just like, give me, I just need 20 minutes to just, like, get my head around and then I can relax. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get mm-hmm. my head around the day and then I can, then we can hang That's out. That's so smart. And That's very foreign I've, to I've, me. My, but my, the solution is just communicating. Like, be like, hey, do you want sexy, sexy time? I need 20 minutes to just chill. <laughs> and then he knows, oh, I didn't know that. I'm so sorry. And right. then I can relax. And then, yeah, that's a great thing to say. You just to communicate. communicate. Just communicate. I don't know if I've ever in my life prepared even one thing for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I have to know what's going on the next day because I have to know what time I have to get up. I'll handle that when this I get my up. My greatest fear of like embarking on a project with you. Is <laughs> and he just doesn't You'll show never up. prepare for the... <laughs> uh, I guess there are exceptions. I somehow made it through college. Yeah, and- I like lists. I like when you put a list together the night before and the next day I feel like there's this have to start to go on, go on and you can grade yourself on it of yeah. whether or not you're doing it and checking it off. And- but it's also like, uh, like sometimes I'll have like an audition in the morning where I have to like wear a teacher outfit and then right after that I'm going to the gym and then I have a, an audition after that. Where, so it's like I need to like pack a bag almost sometimes for the day. So right. I like to like have that ready or if it's like, you know, you're doing a weird like sketch show or something, you got to find that dildo that's that's in the back of your closet for that sketch for the sketch for that for that sketch for that sketch you guys the dildo for a sketch is actually something that really resonates with me one time i came home uh to my old frank hunley if you're listening i love this guy came home to the uh, dishwasher and there's this purple dildo in the dishwasher and we had just kind of started moving it uh living together and you know i knew he was a pretty sexual guy you know and i was like okay I guess but the way he cleans be- <laughs> his dildo is to use the 
<laughs> communal dishwasher and i was like we're gonna have to have a talk yeah and, but he said like he did it on purpose he left it there um and it was used for a dirty sketch show it was like it had chocolate syrup poured all over it or something we all like that. have that. we have the our dildos in yeah. our closets so i just went to the billboard awards tell us about the billboard award awards and they were amazing i got to see justin bieber perform that's why you're a big fan you saw you felt no i i've been a fan of justin bieber since i saw the movie Never Say Never, which I saw as a, a joke. Movie? He has like a biopic. You saw it as a joke and you got turned into a yep. real fan? That is a true story. Yeah. That is a great which story. Which has happened to a lot of people, a lot of friends, because I'm like, just see it. Like, it's funny. Go see it. Yeah, it's and a hey, biopic? It's, it's about a, it's him? It's a concert movie slash biopic. I can't yep. believe you didn't know about this movie. It came out like a year and a half ago, maybe? Yeah, huge, uh, huge like ticket sales, right? He's not old yeah. enough to have a movie about He's it's not done yet. His story is yeah. amazing, Roman. Tell like, us about it. it's not over. He does YouTube videos. Usher's like, holy shit, this kid's got potential like plus i'm bisexual him. so i can yeah, tell that exactly. he's he's attractive everyone has just been like you like okay kid like keep trying but you can't do this you can't do this and he's like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and he did it he did it all on his own like he just worked his butt off and he like at one he's point pretty for example, dumb though yeah he's, he's he like says book smart really dumb. dumb stuff he's like, book smart dumb but he said stuff that's like also what did he say about uh about women's rights or something. Did oh, he say something? Well, this is what happened. I, and I have a, I think I know his side of the story. Because he was talking. <laughs> you <laughs> apologist. Listen, you Justin Bieber, Bieber apologist. Well, he had said something that a lot of people understandably found offensive, which is that he doesn't believe in abortion. But you have to understand that he was the son of a teenage single mom. Uh-huh. So, of course, if your mom has you when you're 16, uh-huh. and most people who are 16 would get an abortion, I think, you're probably not really going to be... A, like, you have to think of his background. Like, that makes sense. Yeah, like, I have different views on rights than he does, but I'm like, okay, I get what he... I get why he said it. I don't know. I don't like his the mom is 16? His mom was 16 when she had and he's it. he's 18? Yeah. So his mom's still really hot. She's like thirty four. Yeah. She's like she's in my age range. She's actually. younger than me. Justin Bieber's mom that. is younger than me. I don't Whoa. know if that's true, but if she's thirty four, she's younger than me. Well, she's eighteen to sixteen. She and or he is his real. He worked his little butt off. Yeah. Like he made a song and he was like wanted to get it on the radio and people were like you're not going to get it on the radio. So he went to every radio station himself and did a live show and then he, they all played a song. Hmm. We, we could take done. a lesson in that kind of willpower. I I am now believe you, and I am also a Justin Bieber fan. It's called a believer. I'm, I'm going to make a movie that's more useful to kids today, and it's about a kid that wants to be a rapper, and he goes to the okay. music station, and they won't play it, and instead he goes and finds a job and learns responsibility <laughs> in the neighborhood, and then he what's it called? He loves the. Jo- it's called the, get off your ass, kid. No, it's called how not to end up like <laughs> Uncle Frank. And it helps kids find a way to adapt. Is it, and, is it 3D? Yeah, oh, of course it's in 3D. <laughs> okay, then I'll see it. Yeah. Because Never Say Never was in 3D. A sad story. <laughs> I think they should make, why don't they make dramas in 3D, like really intense shit in 3D? Can you imagine? <laughs> that is a very I funny thing that. to say, Allison. I like that idea a lot. You never Say Friday Never? the 13th oh, yeah. Part 3D, because it's full of shit like that. I didn't love watch it. that one for some reason. I do love Friday the 13th. I was well, really excited when Friday the, when Jason versus Freddy A couple years ago, we really got a, uh, because it's old school 3D, it's blue and red glasses. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That's what and, I'm talking uh, about. Yeah, we sat around and we had a hookah and a little bit of weed and we watched Friday the 13th Part 3D in 3D and it was <laughs> one of the greatest times fun. of my entire life. It sounds Super pretty fun. great. It was so fun. And I've, there was a part where a snake jumps out and even... The, but see? Why don't we do... What's why, weird is that it's like in 3D on this. Uh-huh. and the snake is... The reason the snake is able to move is because it's tied to a string... So like like when they were filming it, but the string itself is 3D. That's pulling the snake out. They like weren't you can able to see edit it. around that. I guess they just went with the standard 3D. But it's like you can see, Amazing. you can reach out and grab the string that's pulled the fake Amazing. snake. And something about that is People like people are just like walking with scissors. Yeah, trying to cut yeah. It, it struck artifacts. me on such a level. Like I just loved. It. I thought it was accidentally. What other brilliant. stuff could you put into a movie that reveal? It's just about the movie's creation. It's not. What's supposed to be the accident? Or they like, like 3D, 3D the wrong things? Like, yeah. like the it's grip like in the background yeah. is 3D? Yeah, a grip or a boom comes down and it's in 3D. Up and the boom is up and it's just. To- it's right there. Oh my God, that's a hilarious bit to write a thing where the totally. boom comes out. Could you oh. imagine just something like a prop left on. Guys, we can't have that Nike hat on the shot and it's just left <laughs> in it. and it's in 3D. <laughs> a coffee that's mug. Amazing. Who's Starbucks? 
Well, so, Andrew, get this off set. <laughs> the clock that the continuity is totally off just keeps 3D. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Allison, before yes. we end. Yes. Dave is not sitting up. He's getting serious. I want to get real. Okay. Okay. What advice do you have for me and Roman? We can take it. Okay. Truthful dating advice individualized well, for each see, of us i'm not in a relationship so i feel like i shouldn't be giving <laughs> i want to hear the advice even if i don't want to take it um okay let me think um you what have be we real. talked about well roman i think you should just dive in because you're saying you're ready but have you have you really made any advances or have you have you made done anything like saying you're ready is a beautiful thing but like have you actually taken any action I have, in fact, but I'm very early on okay. in my action. I think taking. you should continue that because take a risk. You know, you're not going to like make any money unless you spend some money. I you're like not your gonna, style. Like, I've said that verbatim before. You got to like, you got to take a risk. I like it. David, this girl that you're seeing now, she sounds really cool, but I'm kind of, I mean, if you're, do you feel like you're at a point where you just like need a casual thing? I feel like what I want is an intimate, I kind of want to just be in love Okay, then I think you should either go for it with this girl or don't. I don't think you should just like push the foot around half, half hanging out. There, I said it. <laughs> Did you write it? Scribble, down? scribble. No, because like, I if that's what I you didn't want, take notes in school. and this isn't it, then then lovely hanging out with you. If that's what you want, and this is it, then dive in. Like, take a chance. Like, be like, hey, I want this. Let's do it. How can I get more form uh, definition like you have? Cardio bar. And that's what you're doing right now? I do cardio bars, so I'm going to go do right now, yeah. It's for ladies, but I highly recommend it. That sounds sexist. <laughs> but I'm sure, like, jerking off would give you that forearm. Like, well, I don't know. Jerking think. off kind of works. Biceps, I triceps, weird, all arms. I do a weird jerk off motion. Everybody is a different Western one. grip? No, it's not that's that Western forearm. grip. I like yeah. that. It's more you, you, you're pushing out rather than pulling in. I use two hands. Two hands? He, David just stood up. He's cupping his penis. Your penis is a flat, is like a book. His penis is shaped like a book. <laughs> That's how you do it? And I'll just top and below. That seems like it would take a while. I do like this. I go under this leg, and then I like stroke with the hips. <laughs> That's my move. <laughs> <laughs> you look like mid-childbirth, like caressing the baby out. That's Come where I learned it. Nathaniel. Thomas, the world. Your baby's name is... His name's Nathaniel. So now I feel like we're all square now. Mm-hmm. We've given each other advice. I so. still need to give Allison some advice. All right, go ahead. You need to drop between 200 and 300 pounds. God. By when? I don't know... By the next time we invite you on, great. Then, okay, like a week. <laughs> I want. I hope everybody, everyone knows what Alice looks like. But I hope they're like looking at her and they're like, "Gosh, she's so hot!" And she's a very fit girl. Oh, That's thank why you, I said that. thank you. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm wearing my workout clothes. It's deceiving. No, you're very fit. I throw up after I eat. <laughs> I throw up after advice. I drink, so that's sort of something we have in common. My advice just perpetuated a terrible. <laughs> oh my gosh, we've been so. Oh rude. my gosh, Allison, David, do you have anything that you would like to plug that you're working on? Um, sure, I uh, just shot a couple episodes of Aaron Sorkin's new show, The Newsroom. Cool. So that will that That's starts fantastic. June twenty fourth. I'm in a couple of the later episodes, but um, it starts June twenty fourth, and it was a lot of fun to work on because oh I don't God, do a lot of drama. Like Sorkin. Sorkin. Did you? Did you meet him? I met him before. Ooh. I met him before the show. That's a funny did story. You date. I did not and date, Sorkin? but I he emailed me out of the blue, and I thought it was a joke. I thought somebody was like, I thought it was a friend <laughs> messing with me. Aaron, you got an unsolicited <laughs> yeah. email from Aaron Sorkin. I did. Yeah, and now we're friends. But I, I thought Man, it was a joke. awesome. I bet. And I Whoa. wrote back like a jokey thing thinking it was like one of my guy friends just like messing uh-huh. with me. And what did he say? Um, he wrote back that it was that it was really him. And then I had to call my manager and be like, can you make sure that this is really his email address? And it was. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. It was really funny. 
Oh, the exact email was that I wrote back to him because his was signed, sent from my iPad. And this was like a couple years ago when like nobody had an iPad. And I wrote back, well, this must really be Aaron Sorkin if you have an iPad. <laughs> and he was like, yes, it is. And he was like, then he like said something about his iPad. He was like, oh, I've been watching Parks and Recreation on my iPad. And I was like, that's weird. That seems like a normal email. <laughs> and you're like putting it together. And then he's like... I love the West Wing. And you're like, that's him. <laughs> definitely him. Definitely him. <laughs> Only he would say that. Uh, that's cool. So you were. Um, I worked and did a couple episodes of that. Super fun. I'm super excited about it. Uh, and the name one more time. I can't. It's wait. called The Newsroom. The with Newsroom. Uh, oh, Jeff Daniels is in uh-huh, that. And Allison awesome. Pill and Emily Mortimer. Oh, my God. They're all so lovely. Exciting. Uh, and then Parks and Rec. Parks and well. Rec. I haven't done one recently, but I'm I'm in eight episodes, which you can watch Ooh. online. Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Oh, and you're on Twitter. At at the AllisonBecker.com. I just added the the because someone took Allison Becker. Someone did? <laughs> yeah. And I only have one L in my name. That should be. Yeah, something. I knew that. A-L-I-S-O-N. Mm-hmm. I love I Twitter. I knew it too, guys. You're great on Twitter. You're great on Twitter. I love Twitter. Yeah, I love Twitter too. It's really fun. It's so positive. Everyone's so positive. Uh-huh. It, my tweets have been pretty dark, but I'm not like ripping on it. Oh, yeah. The, the only thing I hate, I don't like about Twitter is if somebody is kind of too sensitive about their feedback, like if they're a comic or something, and like they get a bunch of tweets back and they start kind of spending too much time on the negative yeah. ones or the haters, and they're like, you know, they'll be like, this person's an idiot and they take and spend time to, and I'm like that was one of your tweets that could have been a joke yeah and you just I like when Rob Delaney just like if people tweet him like I hate you he just like retweets it I think it's hilarious well I love when Rob, I like when he retweets he fake does he does a fake retweet oh Rob so Delaney, funny he'll be like Kim retweet uh, Kim Kardashian and he'll make it look like Kim Kardashian retweeted about his show oh, or, or like, like Obama or, yeah like or he does about Obama, Obama. Yeah. he's probably one of the best this is no surprise but he's probably one of the best Twitter users yeah. out there he is ha- Rob he's Delaney. nailed it yeah he's really nailed the art I'm in the lower rung but only because of just I don't I'm not on there a whole lot get on there yeah we should I'm I'm at Barton Smart is mine and you should you should say yours so the yeah, listeners I'm, can follow you I'm at good old Roman and well, it's, that's a good one I think you have it's to, underscored right? you have to do good underscore old underscore Roman let me tell you when I signed up for Twitter I didn't know what was going on I'd never seen Twitter before you should I grab Roman Presnell if you should do like yeah. your regular name or if you should Some do like do. a cool hip name so I kind of like went middle of the road kind of like and it. like combined it I'm a I'm a big deal Facebooker though I'm excellent at Facebook I'm a skilled Facebook user I'm not on it not as much of a Twitterist um, one other Favorite Twitter user. I love Roger Ebert. I think he's great. He, sometimes he's funny, but his tweets are so full of content. I would say that. Okay, I'll check him out. Do you have one? Another one you want to say? Um, another one of my favorites. Followers? Um, I mean, people you follow? I like John Friedman. I think he's really funny. John there. Friedman. Yeah. Um, and I think Julia Siegel's hilarious on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, just get out there. Just explore, you know? Like, get like, online uh, and, like, just, like, moments before, poke around for a while. Just get on there. Just experiment. Moments before Last Day of School show, Paul Rust showed me this feed on his phone. Moments before. And he's like, he hands it to me. And it's a Twitter feed. And it's called NBA Jam Announcer. And, that's, <laughs> and it's just tons of, he's on fire from downtown. Boom shakalaka. <laughs> and then repetition. He's on fire. Like maybe like a few days apart. And he shows me this list and this account and it's got the and I'm just laughing and we got on stage. Oh, that's funny. I love a good old Twitter account, especially if it's just a pretty shallow joke. Oh, so funny. I follow all the people I've ever done a please be my girlfriend blog about. Until just, now. So that I can always Mention them when I repost it and stuff like that. You should do a Please Your Own Girlfriend for Allison. I should do one. That'd be a good way to kick off. Oh, I know what I'd like to talk about. The new website. The new Please Be My Girlfriend has moved off of Tumblr. www.pleasebemygirlfriend.com Yeah, Ooh, big move. Yeah. I've gotten rid of... I've moved on past the Tumblr because Tumblr to me was... If I'm trying to get an awesome celebrity girlfriend, mm-hmm. awesome hot celebrities aren't on Tumblr. Tumblr's like the community college shit, of the internet. Tumblr. Like, yeah. I had to move... On Tumblr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. I, yeah. This is advice. Shit, shit. Uh, did you use... What's your... Who's your hosting service? Uh, you should not use GoDaddy because the CEO Fuck shot Go an elephant. My hosting service... Um, serious, that's a serious story. Don't use GoDaddy. They also I don't know anything about supported them. SOPA. They're just bad people. Yeah. I'm, as a true man of the mountains, I just know a guy that's good at the internet and said, make this happen. Great. And he took care of it, so. Yeah. 
He's a he's an online wizard, which is helpful for me because I don't wizard know talk anything. Today. But That's what we believe skills mm-hmm. are: wizardry. It's a different. It's fine. You know, if that makes it easier for you, I feel like there's other arguments I should be taking up with you guys. Not that. <laughs> Choose our battles. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm a wizard. Like the coffee thing. That vacuum cleaner over there is what a, a doctor. Wand. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a doctor. It's wand. doctor. It's doctor. Doctor wand. Yeah, Allison, you should follow the the uh, Please Be My Girlfriend. You might find yourself on there. Have you ever seen Please Be My Girlfriend before? I have not. Oh, well, this will be... I'm going to check it out. It's at PleaseBeMyGirlfriend.com. Mm-hmm. Repetition makes people remember things. Yeah, PleaseBeMyGirlfriend.com. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Thank you, Allison. Thank Thanks, you, guys. guys. That was fun. FederalAudio.com is an artist-friendly podcast collective hosted by castmates.fm. Host your own podcast at castmates.fm today. All of our artists reserve the rights to their materials. Your donations directly support your favorite artists, help pay for their show's production, and keep your favorite shows free. Please Be My Girlfriend features the music of David Harris. Visit fairlaudio.com for other original shows and learn about our community of artists that help make this collective possible. Thank you for listening to this podcast. This outro features the music of the fancy. We are the fancy.net. My favorite is Private Eyes. Do you remember that song? David, why did you change your shirt? It's a podcast. This is podcasting shirt. Maybe it's all about the feel. Jizz on them. Jizz? Like full on jizz? Yeah, Allison, I feel comfortable enough telling you. Was it really jizz? But there might have been a little. (laughs) Are we recording? Sometimes you go, yeah, you don't all. You see. Fuck. Now I feel like I should I check if I have jizz on my shirt. Yeah. See? Wait, yeah, everybody. Everybody. Yeah, uh, there's a, right. a, a little, um, what do they call it? The <laughs> stitching? You know, the stitching that the, that they used to cross, cross stitch? stitch? Yeah, there's a cross stitch, like framed thing that on most uh, doors as you leave the house and it says, don't forget to check, check, for, jizz. check for your jizz before mm-hmm. you leave today. That was a today. long way to get to that joke. Well, you know, if it was so long. I think you meant needlepoint. You're right. <laughs> In a theater, if you get jizz on your costume, that's good luck. <laughs> of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.